in the fifth Mishnah of the second parak, Hillel lists five cautions. Al, five al's. The second one is al tamin v'atzmecha ad moscha. Don't be overconfident in yourself. Don't believe in yourself until the day that you die. This is the second one of the al's, right after the first one of al tifra from Natsibur. The Rashbats explains that a person should rely on being part of the broader tzibur so that it will reinforce him and he should not be overconfident that he can separate and still maintain his religious identity. <coughs> Rabbi Yonu explains that the Altam and Ba'atzmecha refers to two areas. It refers to chasidut, which means maintaining one's proper conduct, avoiding hate, and emuna, <coughs> one's broader religious identity. Starting with the first, chasidut, avoiding hate, the Rambam explains even if a person has strengthened midot of how he acts, he should not be overconfident because it's possible for a person to lose what he's strengthened. Rabbi Yonah elaborates that the Yetzirah is constantly looking for ways to bring someone down, new ways at new stages of life. This is why the Gemara in Kedushan Tafayalaf and Abed tells us that Rav Chia Barashi used to always daven, even in old age, Harachaman Yatsilenu Mi his wife didn't understand why he was so worried and she set him up by posing as another woman and he indeed went for her and felt terrible and she saw that indeed the Yetzirah stays with us. <coughs> the Meiri elaborates on this idea and connects it to the Gemara in Sanhedrin Davchof Aleph which speaks about Shlomo HaMelech who said to himself, I don't need to respect the limitations the Torah gives because of its worries of what will happen to us. The Torah says a melech should not have too many wives lest they sway him. And of course we find in Melacham Aleph, Perikid Aleph, that in the end of his life it was his own wives who swayed Shlomo HaMelech. Even Dine de Rabbanon, where the Rabbanon make Gedorim to keep us from sinning, <coughs> we need to respect till the end of our lives. The Gemara in Shabbat, if you tells us about Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha, who said that he'll be able to read from the oil lamp on Shabbos and not tilt it to get more light. And indeed, he was over the Isser, sadly. And he said, We should respect the Gedarim, even when we think we've come to a stage where we don't have to worry. <coughs> Obviously, we would never want to put ourselves in a situation where we would seek to be tested. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, tells us that Shlomo's father, David, felt that he could be tested and challenged God to test him and unfortunately he fell. The Gemara in Baba with Bachev, the Gemara in Baba Basar Dafnun Zayin tells us that a person who puts himself in a situation of Nisayun when it's not necessary is a Russia, because a person who cares to avoid sin won't want to face a test. And even though we've been successful our whole lives, we should realize that we're never completely safe. As we mentioned, Rabbi Yonah says that this applies to, a, to Emuna, a person's broader religious identity. <clears throat> ben Yonah says that even if a person is of strong religious character, they should never be overconfident and expose themselves to heresy because you never know how it will affect one. As opposed to Rabbi Meir in the Gemara in Chagiga, who continued learning from his Rebbe Elisha ben Avuya even after he became a heretic, said to Rabbi Yonah, we can't rely on the fact that we'll be as successful as Rabbi Meir was. <clears throat> the Gemara in Abudazara tells us <coughs> that when Rabbi Eliezer was given over to the heretics and suffering, Rabbi Akiva said maybe it was because he had heard some heresy and enjoyed it and it had penetrated his heart. The second part of the teaching of Hillel is no matter how old one is, it's still possible that a person will falter. 
The Ramni Bartunu refers us to the Gemara in Brachos Davchas Bet, where we're told that Yochanan Kohen Gadol, who served as a Kohen Gadol for 80 years at the end of his life, sadly became a heretic. And that's why the Medrash Hanukkah tells us that Baruch Hu does not associate himself with a tzaddik until he passes away because it's still, as long as he's living, possible that the tzaddik will falter. In fact, the Medrash Rabbah tells us in Kohelet Zayin Chavkimel <coughs> that this is sometimes why HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes a tzaddik early before the end of his life because he's afraid that <coughs> he might falter. The Yachronim asks Akasha on all this from the Gemara in Yom Adaflamot Cheremet Bet where Yochanan teaches that if a person has lived most of his life and not sinned, he won't sin at that point. Uh, Rabbi Shela gives a particular example of a person who had two opportunities to do an Avera and was stood strong, he won't fail the next time. So how come here we're saying, So the Chida gives a few technical answers like, this is most people, but you might be part of the miut who still might sin. Maybe others were propping you up at other points, and now you will sin. But Rabbi Yisrael of Vizhnitz gives an, a novel interpretation of this, and he says, the Avos Mishnah that we're learning relates not to sin, but to spiritual accomplishment. One should never be complacent, feeling that he's achieved his life goals. There's always more to accomplish. As Rabbi Yonah himself tells us on the eighth mission of the second parak, Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai said, if you've learned a lot of Torah, don't feel too good. Rabbi Yonah says, no matter how far you've gotten, you're only halfway there. You're not even halfway there. And this is Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai, who were told about in the Gemara and Sukkah, that he knew everything you can imagine in Torah and beyond, no matter how much we know, there's always more to know. We shouldn't be overconfident in summary that we won't make mistakes and we shouldn't be overconfident about what we've done because there's always more to do.